Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Daily Sports Talk Show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! How cool is this place? Got pennants everywhere. I got a Chiefs pennant right over the top of my head. Fitting that the Chiefs won last night. They got couches all the way uh, along, like, like nice leather couches, all the way up and down right to the right of me. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Coulter Nuanas. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Sorry I sound so terrible. I acquired some sort of a uh, head cold here. Don't worry, it's not the bad stuff, just a standard cold. <laughs> but we are marching on and uh, continuing our series of remotes from across the City of Roses. We're sitting here now uh, down here at Stadiums, which is uh, here in Portland. Appreciate them uh, for hosting us here. Uh, it's right off Southeast McLaughlin Boulevard. So if you're by chance in the area, come on down. Got a couple of Montana State people here. Also got the fine folks from Ten Barrel Brewing. They'll be passing out all sorts of Oregon State swag and giving you free samples of their beers. Maybe even buy you a couple beers if you come on down. Appreciate Ten Barrel for putting us up all week long. That's been a fun trip so far, and uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Ton to get to today. A couple road games for the Montana schools, so we'll continue to break down Montana State's game against Oregon State tomorrow, 5 p.m. local, 6 p.m. Mountain Time from Providence Park here uh, downtown in Portland, not Corvallis. A lot of people thought it was in Corvallis. Not in Corvallis, it's in Portland. So we'll uh, continue uh, to analyze that one. Have a couple guests coming up in the second hour that have ties to both Montana State and Oregon State. 
Jim McElchich, who is the offensive line coach currently at OSU. He spent 1992 to 1998 on Cliff Heisel's staff at Montana State. He'll join us. We're also going to hear from one of our favorites, College Football Hall of Famer Dennis Erickson. He is uh, a guy that played at Montana State and a guy who uh, also coached at Montana State and then years and years later, some 30 years later, coached at Oregon State as well, led Oregon State to one of their best runs uh, in their program's history and uh, a guy that reached the highest of heights during his time as the head coach at the University of Miami, leading the Hurricanes uh, to national championships in both 1989 and 1991. So Coach Erickson, he'll join us about uh, 5.30. Jim McAlchich, he'll join us about 5 o'clock. A bunch of other great guests and analysis to get to as well. We are going to hear a little bit from Robbie Houck, senior safety for the Montana Grizzlies. Also from Malik Flowers, senior wide receiver and senior kick returner for the Montana Grizzlies. We also got a couple high school coaches coming up as well. Our Garden City Spotlight will feature, of course, like it always does, Dane Oliver, the uh, head coach of the Missoula Sentinel Spartans. They have their toughest test of the season thus far as they head north to take on Kalispell Glacier up there in the Flathead Valley. Those are two of the top three teams in the state of Montana. And also for Matt Johnson, uh, Missoula Big Sky head coach, will join us as well as his team prepares to take on Helena Capital, one of the best teams uh, in the state of Montana as well. So we're, we're starting to get a little clarity in high school football. It's a long season. We're only in the first month. And uh, how you respond, how you get better, who's playing the best toward the end, that's really what it's going to take uh, for the, someone to take home a state championship, whether it's Sentinel going for their third straight double-A state title or otherwise. Uh, but it should be fun to monitor those games today, especially that Sentinel Glacier game. That's going to be a heck of a game. So there you go. That's what you got in your show today. It's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. ESPN Montana app is looking great. We are coming to you live on the app via Skype. So appreciate Andrew and Tommy and the boys in the back for figuring that out and uh, getting that all hooked up. Also, you can always stream the show, 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live, and you'll find the stream. Want to get a hold of us? Call us or text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And uh, you're going to want to remember that number one more time, 888-1029, because we've got a, a bunch of fun stuff coming up for you. It's a Friday. So that means it's a Friday pie day. We have a free pizza pie, courtesy of Front Street Pizza. We'll give that away about 5.15, uh, so stay tuned for that. And also, it's a Friday, so that means it's a Florence Coffee Company Friday. And they have a good deal for you as well. They are giving you four, count them, four tickets to next Saturday's homecoming Grizz football game against Portland State. Uh I was at, down at Portland State's campus earlier uh, this week hanging out with Bruce Barnum, the head coach of the Vikings, and uh, they got a confident group. They're 0-2, but they played two money games, two FBS opponents. They let one slip away against San Jose State. Then they got pounded by Washington last week, but they got a bye this week, so they will certainly have something up their sleeve for the Montana Grizzlies. So it should be a good one. And Florence Coffee Company is giving you four tickets to that game September 24th. Uh, here's what you got to do. You got to make sure that you f- follow 
Florence Coffee Company on Instagram. It's Florence Coffee Co. at Florence Coffee Co. Also, make sure you follow us, 1029 ESPN, as well as at Skyline underscore Sports MT. Skyline underscore Sports MT. If you follow all three of those, then go like the post on Florence Coffee's recent uh, post about this giveaway. And every time you tag a friend, it's an extra entry. So they'll choose a winner next Wednesday. So keep those entries coming in. Keep those tags and uh, keep on following us and and, uh, spread the word. Tag one of your friends. That'll get you an extra entry into our Florence Coffee Company Friday giveaway. It'll actually be next Wednesday, but that's what they do. Every month they have a Floco Friday giveaway. So uh, it's a Friday night. You can stay up late no matter where you're at in the state of Montana. There's likely a Florence Coffee Company kiosk near you. Uh, Remember, get those entries in. They'll be giving that away next Wednesday. That's September 21st. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. We were not able to catch up with Jonathan Smith this week. He's the head coach of Oregon State. Schedules get busy. It's pretty tough to get out-of-market interviews for uh, these Pac-12 coaches. It makes me appreciate uh, the access we do get in Montana, although it's been tough. Uh, It becomes tougher and tougher as a media member to to get the access that you truly want. We want to give you guys access to whatever we possibly can. It keeps getting tougher and tougher, but you're not here to hear about any of that. You're not here to hear me complain. But it's really tough when it comes to the Power Fives because they do have so many media demands. I mean, if they were to fulfill all the requests that they get, they would be doing media for hours and hours every week, which great way to spread the brand, great way to promote your program, but I get it. But we are still going to go across the sidelines like we do uh, for the opposing the opposing coaches and, in this case, opposing scouting reports for both the opponents of the Montana State Bobcats and the Montana Grizzlies. So let's go, go across the sidelines and check out what Oregon State will bring to the table uh, tomorrow when they take on Montana State uh, downtown Portland at Providence Park. Our across the sidelines is presented by Vance Thompson Vision. It's game day. From the sidelines to the end zone and everything in between, can you see all the game day excitement? Like, really see it? If you wish your vision was clearer, Vance Thompson Vision's world-class team and experienced doctors can help. They use the most advanced technology to provide you with the best possible outcomes for your eyes. Request your free laser vision consultation from the premier LASIK and cataract surgeons in Montana. If you want to learn more about being able to see across the sideline, visit VanceThompsonVision.com for more information. This town, as we come to you live from stadiums here uh, in Portland, Oregon, this town's a buzz with the way that the Oregon State game ended uh, a week ago. Oregon State was on the road playing at Fresno State. Fresno State, for those that haven't been following along, is a sneaky good program. They finished in the top 20 a year ago. Jeff Tedford, who had a lot of success at Cal, the guy who coached both uh, Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff there at Cal. Uh, He's got another good one at Fresno State, and uh, they were a team that was in and out of the top 25 a year ago and uh, went to a bowl game. So Oregon State going there, even though Oregon State's a Pac-12 and and Fresno State's a Mountain West, that's a good win. But the reason this town's a buzz over the win is not because of the quality of the win, but because of the way that the win went down. 
Oregon State got the ball all the way inside the five-yard line. They were down by three, and uh, they could have gone for the tie. And instead, Jonathan Smith with the onions. He goes for the win, and they score uh, in the waning seconds of that game. So they Oregon State moves to 2-0, and wins over Boise State and Fresno State so far uh, this year. And... Uh, Two two and zero teams squaring off at Providence Park. The guy who was sort of the star of the day and has been getting some headlines because those—it's funny, uh, sort of, sort of coincidental, but also um, sort of a reminder of of the recent past. Montana State followers and people around the Big Sky Conference have so much experience following a two-way player because Troy Anderson. Did it two ways, both sides of the ball, better than anybody I've ever seen, probably better than anybody we'll ever see again. The guy was an all-conference player as a running back and linebacker, as a freshman, the Big Sky Conference Freshman of the Year. He was a unanimous first-team All-League selection as a quarterback in 2018, a unanimous first-team All-League selection as an outside linebacker in 2019, and then came back for his senior year, was the FCS Defensive Player of the Year and the runner-up for the Buck Buchanan Award uh, as an inside linebacker. Now... He is a, c- a contributor on the Atlanta Falcons, a second-round draft pick there by Atlanta. So nothing new for us around Montana watching guys both go both ways. It's dur- sure intriguing, though, when they do. Jack Coletto is sort of from that mold here at Oregon State. He's from Camas, Washington, a former Camas papermaker, and uh, he's a guy that actually played at the same high school as several guys from Montana State's roster as well. But Jack Coletto, he, he's a rotational linebacker and plays some on special teams. He's also rapidly evolved into Oregon State's goal line back. He was the guy who scored that game-winning touchdown a week ago. He already has three rushing touchdowns. Here's Montana State head coach Brent Began on Oregon State's two-way phenomenon. Well, he's, you know, he's the whatever, he's the Swiss Army knife. I, you know, he doesn't start for them on defense, but plays, plays quite a bit. Um, and then on offense, he's just a really effective runner, first and foremost. And, you know, where they utilize him uh, in those scoring situations and those short yard situations, uh, he's generally going to make it hard for, for the first guy to, uh, to knock him back for sure. And that's what that was evident on that last play. Um, you know, there was a guy right there probably at the one, and, and he you know, basically ran through that tackle. So um, difficult uh player to defend, I think the biggest thing is you, you hopefully keep them out of those situations where it's out there a lot because it is those situations where um, either scoring or converting on third down are, are generally on the line. So, uh, you know, they're, they're being very prohibitive how they're using him. And, um, and I'd imagine they've only shown you know, part of what they're capable of doing. Revian on Jack Coletto. Oregon State's two-way star. It's Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. Appreciate you joining us. No matter how you are tuning in, we're coming to you live from Stadium's Sports Bar here uh, in Portland, Oregon, getting you set right now for the Montana State at Oregon State, but not really game downtown portland providence park we're also going to give you a little preview of the uh montana game at indiana state here in just about 10 minutes
This is our Across the Sidelines. It's presented by Vance Thompson Vision. The rest of the offense for Oregon State looks like this. Chance Nolan is the quarterback. He's a junior, 6'3", 209 pounds. They also have a very good offensive line. Three preseason all-pac-12 guys along that offensive front for the Beavers. And uh, they have an offensive-minded head coach as well, Jonathan Smith. He spent two years at the University of Montana. He also spent six years at the University of uh, of Idaho. And uh, then worked his way up the coaching ranks. Most recently before Oregon State, he was the offensive coordinator at Washington on Chris Peterson's staff. Worked there actually with Jeff Choate, the former Montana State head coach. So a ton of crossover uh, here in this game. Oregon State also has... One really big running back, Deshaun Fenwick, and one really small running back, Trey Lowe. I think they want them to be sort of a thunder-lightning combination, and the Jack Coletto is the guy who is the uh, sort of the hammer there uh, on the goal line. Let's hear from Willie Mack Garza. He's the uh, defensive coordinator for Montana State on what he expects uh, out of Oregon State's offense on Saturday. Louis Matt Garza, Montana State defensive coordinator, joining us here on ESPN Radio. Uh, last thing for you, Coach, Oregon State, a daunting task for sure. You get to play them, though, in Portland, not in Corvallis. Uh, what do you think of the Beavers? It seems like they're really good up front. Their offensive line has a lot of returning starters, and they got several different guys they can run the ball at you with as well. So uh, what have you seen out of Oregon State's offense, and uh, how do you pr- go about preparing for the Beavers this week? Well, I mean, they're a very uh, physical uh, offense, and at the same time, you know, they're physical up front with a uh, big, uh, experienced offensive line. Like you said, they got excellent tight ends uh, that can catch the ball and block on the perimeter. Uh, they have great speed, 10, 4, 10, 700 meter guys at wide receiver. Quarterback has the ability to run the ball as well. And then they bring in a linebacker that plays fullback in wildcat form. Uh, and he's a very physical uh, football player as well. And like you mentioned, these running backs are, you know, those running backs, five and six, uh, Sean Fenwick and Damian uh, Martinez, those guys really run the ball downhill and, and, and their schemes and do a great job running it downhill in front of that big, you know, physical, explosive offensive line. And then once you load up the box, you know, they got the speed to beat Seattle on the perimeter with those fast guys off of plastic pants and boots and stuff like that. So uh, they're, they're a very dynamic, explosive offense. And uh, they, they've beaten a lot of good people, you know, over the years under uh, under their coach and under this, you know, the offensive coordinator. So we'll have our hands full and we prepared throughout the week to be the very best that we can be. And we just trust the process like we do every week in, in our preparation. And, uh, you know, we look forward to uh, – uh, playing the game, you know, it's a, it's a big game, and and who would not want to be able to play a you know a Pac-12 team, you know, on the road and you know somewhat of a, a neutral site, but it's more you know a site you know their home advantage in, in Portland, but but we're excited about it, and uh, we look forward to it. So, William Matt Garza, Montana State's defensive coordinator, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN Montana app coming to you from Portland, Oregon. We're live here at Stadium's Sports Bar. We look at the, the Oregon State defense. They're going to run a staggered three-man front, a couple D tackles that are going to play inside shades, and then they're going to play one defensive end. They are not overly huge on the defensive line. Uh, Isaac Hodgins, who's one of their starting DNs, he's six foot tall, 264 pounds. 
Simon Sandberg, one of their defensive tackles, 6'3", 295 pounds. And James Rawls, another one of those defensive tackles, 6'2", 282 pounds. So, I mean, I don't know. Size comes in a lot of different ways. Your listed height and weight, maybe not indicative of your actual uh, physical structure and physical prowess. The guy you're going to want to watch, though, on Oregon State's defense is Omar Spites. He's one of the best linebackers in the West United States. He wears number one, so it'll be easy to find. He's an All-Pac-12 guy a year ago and a first-team All-Pac-12 uh, preseason selection this year. He can really run. Uh, real deal NFL prospect, probably a top 100 pick in the upcoming draft, and uh, probably Oregon State's overall best player. Oregon State does have great size in the secondary. Uh, so, I, you know, here's the thing is Montana State is good on the lines. They are going to be able to hang on the lines, but Oregon State is very good on the lines. So we'll see. We'll see if that's an advantage or uh, a disadvantage for the Bobcats. Let's talk a little bit about this. Well, I guess first I wanted to give you just a few of the Oregon State history of, of this Oregon State history as well. Uh, they have had high marks in their program, but they've sort of been a middling Pac-12 program, a team that's just kind of been sitting right there. But some names you'd recognize that played at Oregon State. First of all, Jonathan Smith, their their coach. He was the quarterback on the 2000 team that won the Fiesta Bowl, a team that went 11 and, and one. Uh, probably the best team, certainly the best team in the modern era at Oregon State, maybe the best team in their school's history, led by Dennis Erickson, who's a Montana State alum and a guy who has uh, spent a lot of time coaching college football in the West, a college football Hall of Famer. That team featured not only Jonathan Smith, but two probably of the best receivers in this program's history. Chad Ochocinco, also known as Chad Johnson, back in his college days. T.J. Husmanzada, both those guys went on to have standout careers for the Cincinnati Bengals. So that's kind of your your uh, your top trio. Dwan Edwards, who hails from Columbus, Montana, a Montana Football Hall of Famer. We inducted him several years ago uh, in my role at the Montana Football Hall of Fame. I uh, was able to biogra- uh, write the biography for Dwan Edwards, so that was fun uh, to get to know him a little bit. But pretty cool to go from Class B, Montana, to a starter in uh, the Pac-10 back then, and then also then a starter... In the NFL, he played on the Baltimore Ravens, played for the Carolina Panthers, played in the Super Bowl. So definitely one of the best guys to come out of Montana and definitely one of the best players in Oregon State history. Probably the other two guys you'll recognize their names most. Nick Barnett, who was a starting inside linebacker for the Green Bay Packers and the Buffalo Bills. He played at Oregon State on those great early 2000s teams. And Steven Jackson, who went on to become a standout all-pro running back. Uh during his time in the NFL, primarily for the Atlanta Falcons and then the uh, St. Louis Rams. Uh, He's a very good player as well, one of the great players in Oregon State history. This Across the Sidelines is presented by Vance Thompson Vision. Vance Thompson Vision helping you see across the sideline all season long. If you wish your vision was clearer, Vance Thompson Vision's world-class team and experienced doctors can help you. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com for more uh, information. How about the Grizz? They're headed over to Terre Haute, Indiana, the home of Indiana State, the Sycamores, most widely and almost exclusively known for their 1979 run all the way to the NCAA uh, tournament championship game where they lost to Magic Johnson, one of the most iconic, Magic Johnson and Michigan State, in one of the most iconic uh, college basketball games ever. Indiana State, though, uh, 
They've been trying to get something going on the football front. They've been in the Missouri Valley Football Conference since the league was formed 15, 16 years ago. They've only made the playoffs once. That was in 2014. That is, in the FCS era, that is. They also made the Division One AA playoffs back in 1983. So um, by no means a football power, but they're going to have good size. Uh, they are... Certainly built in the mold of a Missouri Valley team, even if they don't have um, stellar talent on the perimeter. They're going to have formidable players on both the offensive and defensive front. So I think that is, again, going to be a key for Montana. But Montana has been overwhelming their opponents uh, with their ability to dictate the entire tempo of a game on on defense. Their defense is an attacking, swarming uh, multi-alignment, multi-pressure type of scheme. And uh, it's so interesting to think of the style that they have been committed to playing. There really isn't anything like it. That's why it took so long for me to diagnose it and to try to explain it to you because there really is no crossover. There's no comparison. They do what they do, and that's it. They don't really play chess. They just bring it. They just try to checkmate you right out the gates. Earlier this week... Caught up with Robbie Houck, senior safety for the Grizzlies. Here's just a minute or so of what he thinks Montana is doing well defensively. Grizz senior safety, Robbie Houck, here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. What do you like about what you guys are doing defensively, and where are areas that you think you can improve? Uh, well, I'd say it just it's down to the uh, foundation of our defense of just playing hard, physical, and uh, running to the ball. Um, kind of like Coach Messon, just uh, continue to execute and improve. Um, everything that we do um and i I enjoy uh suiting up with uh the 10 other guys out on the field on saturdays and um i'm excited to get back out there next weekend yeah having a veteran group on defense definitely uh is an advantage going into the first few games in the season but uh you know kind of touching on your last question about all the different things that we see in practice or all through fall camp from the offense that that also prepares us as well um Getting, getting going into each game week. Um, those guys on the other side do a great job in um, putting us in uncomfortable positions uh, to better us as players. And it's hilarious. If you listen to our Big Sky Breakdown, it's Nuanas Now, by the way, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app coming to you live from Portland, Oregon, here at Stadiums uh, off McLaughlin Boulevard here in the City of Roses. If you listen to our Big Sky Breakdown podcast earlier this week, caught up with Ty Gregorak, our Big Sky Conference uh, lead analyst at Skyline Sports, and he was saying such funny stuff. He, he was saying, doesn't matter what the Grizzlies do, it's tried and true. For the last 25 years, people are always going to have something that they want more from Montana. And, I mean, that's, that's the expectation at Montana. That's what makes the place great, what makes it fun to cover, fun to follow, fun to be a fan of. Grizz fans are insatiable. They want perfection. They want national championships. They have national championship expectations. But the the thought of the Grizz offense, how wide open and how explosive could they be? They've shown it for just little, little blips. But once they get that two-score lead, which they've been able to get a two-score lead within their first three possessions each of the last two weeks uh, in their 47-0 win over Northwestern State, as well as their uh, 24-7 win over South Dakota last week. So I think that they've been 
able to keep a lot of stuff close to the vest, a lot of stuff under wraps. And you just have to wonder, when are they going to want to unleash it? I don't know if they ever will, uh, but it certainly, uh, I mean, it's going to have to be a, a key factor down the road when they get into the playoffs. Ask Malik Flowers what he thought of the offensive execution so far. Here's what Montana senior wide receiver and All-American kick returner had to say about Montana's offense so far this season. Malik, what have you liked about the offense so far, and what have you thought of the addition of Lucas Johnson? seems like you guys are pretty comfortable with him already. Um, I feel real good with the uh, offense so far. I feel like we've been getting out the gate pretty fast, getting to our stuff pretty cleanly. Uh, there's always some things that we could tighten up, but that just comes from like a week-to-week basis. So as far as having Lucas back there, it's dope to have um, you know some seniority or just a, a guy who's had that experience and been around a few places. So I think he brings a, a good set of skills to our offense, and you can see how that's been playing out. So definitely could tighten up some things here and there, but as far as the offense so far, I feel like we've been rolling pretty well. Malik, just from your perspective on offense, <clears throat> has this been one of the more creative offenses you think you've ever played in, You know, either your time here or any time, just seeing what you guys are kind of doing, especially in the run game? Mm. I wouldn't say the most creative, but I do feel like as an offense, we have a lot of tools. Uh, we have a lot of guys who could go out there and make plays, explosive plays. You know, guys could get open and just make plays every time the ball's in their hands. So we just got to do a good job of, you know, getting the ball to the playmakers and making a play when the ball comes our way or when we have the opportunity to do so. So you go Grizz wide receiver Malik Flowers here live on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. We'll take a step outside of the college world, take a step inside Western Montana. One of the games of the year so far in the young high school football season, defending two-time defending state champion Missoula Sentinel. They take their show on the road. They're up to the Flathead Valley to take a, on a Kalispell Glacier team that's averaging 53.5 points per game. And Gage Slider, their quarterback, is off to one of the great starts uh, we've seen in this state. We'll hear from Dane Oliver, the head coach of the Sentinel Spartans, right after this. Keep it right here. Nuanas now. Live from stadiums in Portland. Back right after this. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. Keep the new one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What's up, everybody? 
Welcome back. New on is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Coming to you live from Stadium Sports Bar here in Portland, Oregon. Thanks to Ten Barrel Brewing for hooking us up and helping us out, helping us bring you this show live three days in a row here, uh, leading up to the final non-conference weekend for both Montana State and Montana. The Bobcats in town to play the Oregon State Beavers. First time these two schools have ever squared off in their history. Montana on the other side of the country playing at Indiana State. Eastern time zone. So that game's going to kick at 1 p.m. local, 11 a.m. Montana time, 10 a.m. where I'm at. So I'm going to be able to watch the Grizz game in its duration uh, before we head down to Providence Park. 5 p.m. local time kick for MSU Oregon State from Providence Park. 6 p.m. there for most of you that are listening uh, throughout the state of Montana. Coulter Nuanas kicking it here. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out. It's time now for a Garden City Spotlight where we interview and catch up with the head football coaches from the Class AA programs from around the state of Montana. Missoula Sentinel, they keep on doing it. 24 wins in a row after last week's 45 to nothing win over Missoula Hellgate. And the Spartans, they've been they've had such a great offense for the last couple years, whether it was the Camden Sermon, Jace Kluswich crew that won the state championship in 2020, or uh, last year, Zach Cruz and uh, Adam Jones, who's back for his senior year. They're at Missoula Sentinel, the Montana State commit. The, the storyline, and Sentinel's been good on defense too, but the storyline has gravitated towards the offense. That makes sense considering that their head coach, Dane Oliver, is a, a former college wide receiver, a guy who is, by all accounts, an offensive coach, the offensive play caller there for the Spartans. But Sentinel's been incredibly good defensively this year as well. Gave up just 14 points to Billings West in their opener. Gave up just seven points the following week to Bozeman. And last week they pitched a shutout against Missoula Hellgate. Well, now they have their test of the year so far, and maybe might be the test of the year period as they take on a Kalispell Glacier team up in the flathead that's averaging 53.5 points per game. Glacier's been rolling offensively. Gage Slider off to an outstanding start. He already has 14 touchdown passes through three games for the Glacier Wolfpack. So tonight, it's a good one. Two teams ranked in the top three uh, of the uh, prep polls. We caught up with Sentinels' Dane Oliver earlier today. Actually, fun because Coach O, he is from this neck of the woods. Grew up in Salem before coming to Montana to play for the Montana Grizzlies. Here's Dane Oliver's thoughts on tonight's matchup up there in the Flathead. Well, the latest edition of the Garden City Spotlight, and now we have one of the biggest games yet of the young football season. Missoula Sentinel head coach Dane Oliver joins us now here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. And his team headed up to the Flathead Valley to take on Kalispell Glacier. Both these teams undefeated. Kalispell been scoring a boatload of points. Coach, thanks for joining us. First, before we get to this upcoming game, uh, what have you liked about your team so far? Last week, a big win over Hellgate, 45 nothing. Seems like you guys are playing pretty darn good, especially on the defensive side of the ball right now. Yeah, well, what I like right now is we're playing good complementary football, uh, meaning 
Our defense gets a stop, maybe put in some tough spots, flips the field, gets a short field of the offense. And, and you know, so that we call it defense, offense, defense, special teams all working together. So I'm super pleased with that. And then just last week, our whole goal was to come out and play a good second half because we hadn't done that the first two weeks. And the kids who did that. And so whatever we're focusing on, they seem to respond and, and do that the next week. So I got a big challenge tonight with uh, Kalispell Glacier. It's interesting, too, because so often – the emphasis, especially with young people, is the start at, rather than the finish. So uh, even if you haven't been great in the second half, you've been got, getting off to good starts. What's been the key to that? Oh, just you know, get the ball in our playmakers' hands and uh, our defense. Uh, as coaches do such a good job getting them ready to go, and it, defense can be a little bit more emotional. So just riding that emotional uh, storm to start the game, and then offensively, uh, just it's our it's our guys who are good in space, just making plays, and that maybe that's before the team can adjust to the speed we have. When Adam Jones got into space last week, too, it was really good both uh, in the run game and catching the ball as well. And I know that's what you expect out of him, but uh, what did you think of his performance last week against Hellgate over 100 yards on the ground? Yeah, you know, he's been pressing a lot, wants to wants to make a splash. And uh, for just to have our team have success, he knows he's got to play well. So I thought the first two weeks he pressed, but he settled in last week. Uh, and, it, and maybe we're putting him in a better spot both in the pass game and the run game to, to let him utilize and, and display his strengths. But he's a great kid, a 4.0 student, great leader, uh, tremendous person. So he deserves everything he's getting right now. Dane Oliver joining us here on the Garden City Spotlight. He's the head coach of Missoula Sentinel. They're riding a 24-game winning streak as they head up north to Kalispell Glacier uh, for a showdown tonight. Uh, Coach, we talk so much about the guys that touch the ball and the guys that score uh, in the end zone. Highlight a couple guys that are playing well for you guys on the line right now, though. I mean, who, who have you liked that have sort of anchored the fronts for you so far? Well, I think to start with Dom Umelay, he starts both sides. He plays so hard. You know, he's a kid that wanted to play tight end, and uh, he's probably good enough to play there. But just what our team needs is that presence up front. So he's starting right tackle and a defensive end. He's what I'm most impressed about Dom is just how hard he plays every snap and it's hard to do that on double A football to, to play in the trenches both ways he's done that Tate Templeton another senior has been awesome uh, you know Christian Knowles a couple juniors are starting for us uh, Christian Knowles and Braden Wallace the guy in the middle um, snapping the ball which is so important in high school football uh, I think that you know watch NFL guys mess up snaps so you know, he touches the ball every play, and he's been awesome. And Frank Hadel, a first-year starter, a little undersized at offensive guard, but he's great technique and just plays with those guys up front. And a lot of those guys are flipping over playing the D-line, too. So, I uh, can't win without him. Can't win without him is right. Well, Glacier, uh, when I talked to Coach Bennett during our uh, August preview series, he said he, he thought he had a whole bunch of receivers that could make an impact, and that has absolutely been the case. Gage Slider's doing a great job distributing the ball. He's throwing it to a whole bunch of different guys. And Glacier coming into this game averaging 53.5 points per game. So what have you thought of their offensive onslaught so far? And what what specifically is it that makes their offense so dangerous? Well, everything starts with the quarterback and Gage. Uh, you know, he came to the morning wave camp. He's just a great kid, number one, and makes smart decisions, great mechanics, great. He always does a good job developing his quarterback. So, he, you know, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to stop a, a well-oiled passing machine. It's just you get kids in space, and they know where they're going, and the BBs don't. So it's a tremendous challenge. Um, and, and they take deep shots. They do screen packages. They do it all. Brady's done it a long time and knows how to get the – the ball in space to kids so it's a big challenge and we, we were inside monday tuesday wednesday and that doesn't 
hurt the bigs because they can kind of work in that confined space. But the pass game defense is a little bit concerning with not being able to rep it a bunch. Um, so, got a big challenge. No excuse. We've got to find a way to, to get it done. Coach Bennett has uh, had such a long history of being such a great offensive coach and just a, such a great coach, period, up there at Glacier. Are they doing anything different than they have in the past, or is it sort of uh, just the same just with a bunch of weapons? Yeah, you know, he's got a system that works, and you kind of move on the spectrum, and he's maybe a little dabbling more in the pass game this year because that's what he has, and that's what a good coach should do. So, you know, you're going to be a little up-tempo. They're going to run it when they need to, um, and, and – and they're so well on, good on special teams and defense. They play this great emotion. Like, really, like, when we're trying to build up, like, I emulated a lot of things that they did. So um, we, we have a ton of respect for just it's, it's going to be a challenge tonight. Was Will Sendel at Kalispell Glacier tonight, one of the games of the year so far during this young football season here in the first month uh, throughout Class AA. Dane Oliver joining us here uh, on Nuanas. Now, last question for you then, Coach. Uh, what are the keys of the game for the Spartans tonight? Oh, but we got to settle in. You know, I've got a little anxiety because just like I said, we we do so well in our practice preparation. So maybe a little jittery, um, just adapting to the speed and, and the space of the field. Um, okay, we got to always take care of the football. And, and then I, I think we can win the field position of battle tonight. So that's going to be big, making them have a long field and us have a short field. So uh, just play basic football and have some fun too i think we got to remember spartans everybody talks about so much of the streak and everything so we got to settle and just play football have fun well go have some fun tonight up there in the flathead travel safe appreciate you joining us coach All right, Colter, thanks a lot so there you go garden city spotlight dane oliver missoula sentinel head coach here on nuana's now espn radio he's from just up the way from where i'm broadcasting from coach rose from sentinel me Salem and now coaches at Sentinel. Uh, so appreciate him for taking some time here on game day. Should be a great one between uh, Sentinel and Kalispell Glacier uh, tonight up there uh, in the Flathead. Hellgate played last night. They got off to a good start and uh, actually led at halftime over Helena High. But they got Avalanche in the second half, and Helena High wins going away, 42-15. So Hellgate still looking for their first win. Helena High, uh, they moved to 2-1, and one, maybe 3-1 and one now for the Bengals. Uh, and they've been, uh, they're off to a good start. Uh, so Hellgate uh, continues to strive. Uh, excuse me, they, Hell, Hellgate won a game earlier. They won against Belgrade. That was Ryan Nelson's first victory. Uh, that was in week two. And then they lost last week to Missoula Sentinel. I got all crossed up. I, I forgot that we've already had three and now four games into this season for at least two teams. That's Helena High and Missoula Hellgate, and then a full slate of high school games tonight as well. We'll get to some of those games uh, in hour number two. But first we're going to hear from Missoula Big Sky head coach, Matt Johnson. We'll do that right after this. Keep it right here. You want us now, ESPN Radio. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're tuning in, we appreciate you being here. We're coming to you live from Stadium Sports Bar here in Portland. Thanks to Ten Barrel Brewing for getting us set up and uh, for hosting these remotes with a bunch of beer samples and some eats and some drinks and some swag. 
fun getting to know these fine folks and uh, appreciate them for helping us take this show on the road. Once again, we are in town for a variety of reasons, but mostly because Montana State plays at Oregon State. We will uh, be on the road, courtesy of Town Pump, for all the football season. Anytime that the Grizz, the Bobcats are on the road, we'll be choosing the best of those games to be going to. And uh, Portland was just a little bit closer than uh, Terra Haute, Indiana, but I appreciate Town Pump for uh, hooking us up with fuel and uh, for keeping us fueled up in a variety of ways. I always make sure to swing into a town pump, get some water, get some caffeine, get some snacks, and also get filled up with gas as well. Town pump, very convenient, very clean, very friendly staff, and uh, we appreciate town pump for sponsoring. Town pump by the mile throughout this football season. Our Andrew Houghton caught up with Missoula Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson about his team's challenging matchup tonight. Joining us now as the Garden City Spotlight rolls on on Nuanez now. Big Sky head football coach Matt Johnson, that's the Eagles, coming off a 55-14 loss to Kalispell Glacier. And the gauntlet doesn't stop heading into a game against one of the other best AA teams in the state, Helena Capital, coming to Missoula on Friday to play the Eagles. Matt, let's start with last week. What did you guys take away from a game against a team in Kalispell Glacier that's been turning heads around the state so far this year? Yeah, um, you know, their their quarterback is super legit. I mean, the kid throws a great ball, and they do a really good job protecting him. So uh, we had to challenge getting getting to him, so he had a lot of time at times to throw the ball. But at the same time, I thought our kids were pretty, you know, we got down, we responded to some things pretty well. We got down 17-14 at one point, and uh, – or 17 nothing, and we jump back and score a couple quick ones, and they, you know, close the gap there. And, like, we tell them all the time, uh, if you give yourself a chance, if if you can put them in uncomfortable spots and give yourself a chance, and you can stay to that to the end of the game, uh, you can you can end up in a pretty good situation. So I was proud of our kids. I thought we did some really good things. Um, but they're a good team. they got good receivers, and they got good size, and, uh, they could throw the ball around. So uh, it was a t- tough matchup for us, but I thought our kids learned a few things and, and we got better uh, throughout the game. So we'll take that. Well, that's right. I, I thought I remembered seeing you guys closing it at one point there in the second quarter. Did you make any adjustments after they went up early, kind of hit you in the mouth a little bit? Not, not so much any major adjustments, more so just um, – settling down and being able to do our thing we you know i I feel like we get got a little amped up and uh to start with and then we once once we could get our offense moving we were able to run through what we wanted to do and and then that allowed us to move the ball and get some scores and um we got a fumble on a kickoff return just by the way they aligned we we thought we'll try and put one in there we talked about it through the week and we executed it, and um, it's those kind of things that you got to be able to get done to beat a team like Glacier, you know. Well, that's absolutely right. Big Sky Eagles fell to one and two last week with a fifty-five to fourteen loss to Kalispell Glacier. They've got Helena Capital coming into town, and Matt, I, like I said, not really going to get any easier. The Bruins at three and zero. What are you expecting from them on Friday? Well, it's going to be a challenge, um, but you know. 
challenges are what make you better. You, you got to have you got to have tough challenges ahead of you. It's going to help you as a person and a player both. You got to be able to overcome them. And um, Glacier's defense is pretty stout. They got their D line is as good as we've maybe ever seen as a whole. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a big challenge up front. And um, but at the same time, I tell our kids they're just high school kids too. And uh, you know we got to go out and work to execute our stuff and and get better for it. We can't back down. So I mean they're 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 pretty good. They look like they're a well-oiled machine right now. Yeah, it's Matt Johnson, head coach of the Big Sky Eagles, joining us for Garden City Spotlight as the Eagles preparing to take on three and O Helena Capital. And Matt, we've talked a lot about your schedule, your your challenges that you're facing. Three weeks into it now, what have you learned about your team just over that first, you know, almost month of the season? Well, we, you know, what you really start to see is who who's rising up, um, who's learning and understanding what we're doing at a faster rate, and um, as those kids do that, they kind of come to the forefront a little more. Um, you know, we've been able to. We're pretty young. We're pretty green still, but it's starting to see that the experience that we're building's compiling, and that's what that's what you want at the end of the day. That you learn from it, you grow. They're letting us coach them and expand um, into what we can do. And you know, as we do that and move towards the end of the season, that's just going to continually help us to become a better team and and then ultimately lead into the next year. Um, so we're, we've been excited. We've we got a good group of kids. They've been super positive they they haven't backed down um you know those are the things we can work with and keep building on who are some of the kids whose development that you've been really happy with i mean you're seeing them take a lot of steps forward well start with i'd say our o-line as a whole have really stepped forward um and then our quarterback drew martins has really stepped up starting to see the game now a little bit more um receiver colter ramos you know, he had a really good game against Glacier. I think he had nine receptions for 160. Um, so, and our running back, Joey Sandberg, you know, he's a tough kid. Uh, we put a, we put a lot of duties on him, and he, he's really shown me he's a competitor. And um, really, and then on defense, same thing. Our safeties are, are have been playing tough. And, um, you know, our D-front linebackers keep getting better. A lot of them are the same kids, and, they they keep getting better and understand it a little more. So um, it's really kind of as a whole, but there's definitely a few kids that have stepped up like Sandberg and Ramos and those guys that have um, allowed us to take another step forward. Well, that's great. The Big Sky Eagles heading into a game against 3-0 Helena Capital on Friday in Missoula. It's Coach Matt Johnson joining us for the Garden City Spotlight. And, Coach, thank you so much for your time. Enjoyed it as always, and and good luck on Friday. Sounds good. Thank you. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.